Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today is the final episode of the Kindred TV show, and I am joined again by Candace. Hi. I am ready for this to be donezo. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, this is a lot. It's just a lot. It's too much, honestly. Like, Truly. I... I, I, I lost like two hours of sleep last night because I watched it late after I got off of my game and I did not go to bed because my brain was just mm-hmm. like, I was just so angry. <laughs> I knew I couldn't do it. Like I woke up so early to watch it before the recording because that I was, was like, that would have been a smarter choice. I think that's a smart yeah. choice you made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been ma- trying to make myself a more of a morning person. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I could be angry first thing in the morning. That's fine. But if I go to bed angry, that I don't have the day to recover from the anger. So therefore I knew I had to watch it this morning and then I could just fuel my anger into talking with you about it and it's going to work out. Yeah. Let's start with a nice long sigh. Just get it out. (laughs) Okay. Our little mantra there is just our sigh. What's that called when you're like doing like, is it a mantra? When you're doing the breathing exercises while you're meditating? Uh, so the mantra is what you repeat to yourself to center. Okay. Uh, meditation is just the breathing exercise and the, the centering of yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But the mantra is part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not, not, uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know enough about meditation to have any sort of say about anything i just use the call map like four times i was like wow this is great for my mental health and then i promptly disregarded it because i am terrible about being good to my mental health yeah i feel that i know what the mantra is but that doesn't mean that i use one i should though but, i should right you know what 2023 learning how to yeah. meditate truly That's what i'm gonna do just wrap it into all my goals here <laughs> <laughs> i like that for- you know, for the longest time, my New Year's resolutions used to be like things like, oh, lose weight, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Now it's like, be happy. Yep. <laughs> Figure out my mental health. You know, try and do yeah. things that make me a healthier person all around. The really difficult stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so easy just to be like, yeah, hopefully lose five pounds. Like, that was a nice thing yep. to say. Like, that was casual. Yeah. And now I'm like, I just want joy in my day to day life high stakes yeah maybe try <laughs> therapy i don't know we'll see we'll see yeah. we'll see that's on the very bottom of the list you know like yep. a sticky note yep yep absolutely better help sponsor this podcast so i can get therapy <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'll definitely need more of it yeah the column app sponsors us so i can uh actually <laughs> meditate for once hey headspace give us yeah. a sponsorship yeah maybe you're better than calm i don't know oh my i'm god. willing to find out yeah same oh my god anyways episode eight somehow even worse than the previous seven episodes i i had high hopes for this one because we started with the flashback and then the flashback didn't give me any information that i needed yeah <laughs> Yeah, right? Like I the flashback was just more confusing. I, I, I was know. like, I don't I'm so I'm so confused. So like we get this flashback, we open with a flashback of Olivia in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And she's talking to her husband to be's mom, so her mm-hmm. future in-law. 
And not only does the future in-law seem to already know her and yeah. definitely not be the nicest person, which I think we had kind of were informed about before that this mm-hmm. woman wasn't nice through uh, Dana's uncle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, my, my mother-in-law was not a nice person. We see the brownstone as well that's been sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like this very kind of hoity-toity lady who's, you know, sitting on this nicely upholstered couch and she's smoking a cigarette and just kind of belittling Olivia um about the fact that she's pregnant and or if you get pregnant or whatever like she's having this whole conversation yes she is pregnant so she just finds out she's pregnant and she's like well you've got to make sacrifices you've got to live for for that kid like you've always your problem is that you're too wild you've been wild your whole life and let me tell you as somebody who knew who knew your mom i'm like wait yeah you knew her mom i thought that like i thought that nisi denise Mm -hmm. um dana's aunt had met dana's father and 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 and, no i thought nisi had nisi and dana's father had met olivia in college because that's kind of how it's Mm -hmm. like played out before when like when when denise talks to dana about her mother like Mm -hmm. it it sounded like the two of them were friends and then like she met her brother Mm -hmm. and then fell in love with him right like olivia met nisi's brother and fell in Mm -hmm. love with him but now this lady is like acting like she's known their whole family. And then she's saying she knew her mom and says basically that her mom also left mm-hmm. her kids, mm-hmm. which means that her mom also might have been a time traveler. Yeah. Right. I imagine they're leaving that open ended, which just begs the question yet again, why is everybody going back in time to Dana's dad's family? Dana's mom is going back in time to Dana's dad's family. Dana's Dana's grandmother went back in time to Dana's dad's family. Like, is this an incest storyline? Like, are they both the same family? Like, what? What? I don't know. Well, I think I I don't know if Dana's mom went back to her family because she said something about grow like when she got got teleported here, it was in like a bunch of bodies or something ridiculous, and then like migrated over there, right? Because I don't think she came to i don't know well i I think she gets dropped into like just somewhere and then realizes that like her husband had family in easton so she like heads closer to there and then that's how she gets to the wayland plantation so that's what i'm saying the way the waylands are the people who are related to dana and Mm -hmm. apparently they're not related to olivia they're only related to dana which is through the paternal line so that means that her that that dana's grandmother who's talking to her mom like shit Mm -hmm. right like that's the lady that is the descendant of the people who who are Rufus and all of them. Like, she's a descendant of theirs, but not Dana's mom. So, like, why does yeah. Dana's mom get sent back to this time period, right? Like... I don't know. And then, I don't like, understand. And then there's this vibe that, like, maybe the grandma... I mean, unless unless she's saying that the grandma actually was shitty and left her kids. Yeah. Like, that Olivia's mom actually did leave her kids. But on a show like this, you should be more specific because mm-hmm. everybody was saying Dana's mom left, too, until... I don't know. I don't know. And then it just, this whole scene doesn't make sense. And she tried to like imply that like she got baby trapped. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, when you're all in love with your husband, have holding onto his ring, all this shit, like, what are you talking about? You get baby trapped. Like, I don't understand if they're implying that this is not his child and this is from the past or like, had she started going back or like, what the hell is happening? None of this clue. makes sense. I'm I have very no confused. I really tried. I really tried to understand this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so confused. And then, like, 
Sorry. And then the grandmother's like, okay, go get, get me candy. And I'm like, why did this scene even happen? Why is it here? I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I don't understand what that whole scene was about. I don't know. I don't know. It was a lot, to be honest. And it just said nothing, and I felt like it was unnecessary. And then after that, we get flashed to Kevin getting robbed by Winnie. So there was that. Mm -hmm. Which we talked about last episode, because I thought it happened in that episode, but it's fine. Same. Yeah, she, like, holds him up at knife point. Yeah. And is like, give me your clothes. They cut my hair so people think I look like a boy. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like... Why are they acting like it's that easy? Like Literally. traveling as a man just means that you're going to get sent back slightly less roughly than a woman. Yeah. It just means that you might not get raped. Like, I don't understand why they're acting like it was so easy for slaves to run away. Like notoriously, it is not so much so that the slave revolts that did happen were extraordinarily violent because that was the only way people could get away. Like mm-hmm. if you look up the autobiography of Nat Turner, right. Mm-hmm. And you see what happened with Nat Turner on his plantation. Like he laid waste to that entire white family. Like all the slaves had to rise up and fucking mm-hmm. get out of there. And even then people still tried to catch up to them and still tried to catch them and yeah. tried to fucking put them back in chains. Like it was not, it was, it was, it went from being, it would be like, Oh, we want freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll do anything that we can to get freedom, mm-hmm. even if it's murdering people. But then other white people would find out and they would take offense to that and then make you pay for someone else, even if they didn't even know the original slaver. It didn't even matter if they didn't know the original slave owner. Like they'd be like, whatever, you're a, you're a nigger and you're going down. Like that was just the end of it. Right. Yeah. Like it wasn't there was no there was none of this like, oh, yeah, you know maybe things could work out like I'm surprised especially with like how they've treated black women in this show mm-hmm. that they didn't say something more like Winnie tries to like roll up on Kevin in a sexy way right like use her yeah. feminine wiles to get what she wants instead she's like this dude is towering over her he's broad-shouldered he's huge like compared yeah. to her like she's this little thin wayfish lady right and he's like this gigantic hulking man with broad shoulders big giant hands like yeah. he's like a tree-sized man and she's like fucking trying to stab him with this like kitchen knife rusty kitchen knife yeah and he's like all right stay right. calm also okay. why are all I'll the clothes, clothes one size fit all i don't understand like <laughs> you tell me this tiny <laughs> tiny woman is gonna fit in all like six foot ten it looks like basically in comparison to every other person like kevin is the tallest person yep. in this he's entire huge. show he looks he's like a huge. giant yep he's he looks huge. like the mountain basically yes. in every scene in game of like, thrones yes i don't know if they cast everyone is like you can't be more than five three like i don't know what happened because it's, it's like wild yeah kevin's He's staying huge. in the corner just towering like looking down at everybody like as yep. if they're in like little doll chairs the entire time yep yep, yep. and you're telling me that he could just fit in everybody's clothes every single Apparently. person yeah Kev, uh, him and, and, when they, and when they when they when the clothes are on her like i'm i am not a, a slim person Mm-hmm. I'm not a. I do not have a thin body. Yeah, uh, I've never been skinny in my life. I was skinny for maybe five minutes one time, and that was because yeah. I had been broken up with, and I'm not, I was unhappy. Yeah, uh, and I was only eating salad. Um, uh, so like, I was yeah. skinny for one year, mm-hmm. and I can absolutely tell you, as somebody who is plus size, right, considered mm-hmm. plus size today in this in these 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 days and age, mm-hmm. um. I tried on a men's shirt that was one size too large for me and I was swimming in it. 
Yeah. Like it, it looks, it, it looks like a child wearing their dad's like button up to bed or something. Like mm-hmm. it does not look, it's not, you can't cinch it or belt it or figure out a way to make it look nice. Right. The collar is huge. So like, it's not even though she's going to put these clothes on and they're just not going to fit. They're also yeah. going to be gigantic. Right. Yeah. Like she would need at least a belt and suspenders to hold those pants up alone. Like yeah. it's so dumb. They just don't, they expect you to completely turn your brain off. I think it was at this moment that I was like, this is just a sci-fi show. They're not actually trying to say yeah. anything about race. Really. They're not really trying to say anything about history or slavery. They're trying to give us a time travel show and a sci-fi mm-hmm. show that is packaged in this time period and everything that kind of goes along with it. That's really uh, what this is. I feel like they're trying to make Outlander. Like everything I've heard about Outlander. Well, Outlander is, like, is romantic and sexy. This that's is what I think they're trying to do though with Kevin. I think that's what no. they're trying. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. I obviously, again, I and hate no the idea. And no offense to this actor because like, honestly, like he might be really sexy and other stuff, but they do not do him any justice in no. the show whatsoever. They make him look just like a guy, mm-hmm. you know, like very specifically. They're not doing him any favors. They no. don't work. They don't. They don't like you know how someone just looks drastically hotter when they dress for their body type. Yes. Yeah. They do not help him. They do not help him. No. And they don't help him with with a nice clean shave. They Nothing. don't help him with his haircut, right? And Nothing. like what 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 drives me so crazy about this show is that we are on the final episode. Yeah. Can you tell me why I do not have a favorite character and the closest that I get to a favorite character is fucking Kevin? Can we please talk about it? Because I am not over it. I realized this last night and it, it was part of the reason I got so steamed. Mm-hmm. I was steamed fucking hams last night realizing yeah. that the closest thing that I have to a favorite character on this godforsaken show yeah. is goddamn Kevin. Like that is ruining my life. It is wrecking me so hard. Like it is making me so nuts. There is not a single likable character on this entire show, even the enslaved people. And mm-hmm. that is a crime. That is a crime against like, humanity. Okay. The thing I hate too is like, I liked Carrie in the book. I liked Sarah. In Same. The book. Carrie, I loved them. I feel like they're like, they're acting like Carrie just does not try and communicate in her own yep. way. So they like yep. make her just stand in corners all the time. And yeah. I don't understand. Like Carrie like communicates. They also give her American sign language though. Did you notice that? I didn't know if it was real sign language or fake sign language. I couldn't so some tell. Of, some of it is real sign language. And yeah. I'm like, that did not exist. Yeah, no, it did not so, exist. What are you talking about? And even if it did exist, <sighs> no writer thought to let Dana teach her. Sign language so she can communicate? Fine. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, FX. Uh, <laughs> Do yeah. you. I don't even Go know. off, King. Like, what? What? I don't. It's like, um, did you see the Netflix version with the girl that plays Sabrina of The Quiet Place? No. They may- It's Don't watch it. It's awful, but they made the girl that plays Sabrina be, like, deaf. They, like, made their own version, kind of, like, they came out at very similar times. You could say that it was their own idea, but it's definitely not. Like, it looks pretty, pretty plagiarized. Um, But, like, like she was supposed to be, like, a deaf girl, and they got called out because she doesn't use real sign language. And she doesn't, like, when she, she talks multiple times throughout the movie, like, speaks but just like a is normal she, person. So that's the thing, right? You, it, she can speak as long as she sounds deaf. 
Yeah. But like, like I, I get people don't necessarily speak. I mean, unless somebody yeah. has gone deaf, then they might yeah. speak more like a regular person. But most people like Marley Matlin is a perfect example. Marley Matlin is an Oscar award winning uh, mm-hmm. deaf actor in real life. Yeah. She was on the L word. She's in the magicians. Mm-hmm. Um, she's lovely. Like I love her. And when she speaks, there's kind of um, almost like a muted tone because yeah. she can't hear her intonation. So mm-hmm. like it's she's 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 doing what she needs to do, but she's not speaking in the same kind of tone as a hearing yeah. person would have right it's like i know so, there's stages of deafness too like of course yeah but the thing that it's like oh you rely so much so like the whole thing i i watched it once so mm-hmm. i might not be fully remembering it but like she was supposed to be completely deaf mm-hmm. and she's just talking talking no. talking talking chilling no. no nope no i was like that's dumb what like not supposed to be able to hear at all without her hearing aids type of deaf like nothing Absolutely there not. and i was like well, yeah so if People you want to do they, they they play fast and hard but fast and loose with these fucking these rules of yeah. reality yeah and it makes me so crazy like yeah and it's especially like the- because everything would be better if they had if they did box if they did pencil themselves in like mm-hmm. As someone who is creative, right? Like mm-hmm. from one creative to another, like I personally love having rules. Like yeah. I love having restrictions. When someone goes carte blanche, any amount of money, no restrictions, do whatever you want. I'm like, I don't know. It's, I don't know what to start to do. Because it's like a needle in a haystack, right? Mm-hmm. Like I could I could do anything. You're not going to know that you don't like it until you know that you don't like it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to help me design something or write something or make something that you're going to like. But mm-hmm. if you're like, hey, I have $500 and it needs to be about this subject. I have to work around those parameters, right? Mm-hmm. It's like having bumpers on your lane when you're bowling, right? Yeah. Like you can't fuck up because you know exactly what's needed. And then your margin of error is much smaller. So like the idea that they like kind of take those training wheels off, it to me is so inane. Like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. No. I'm very confused. And then like, they're pitting Sarah against fucking Dana just never ends. Mm-hmm. And because I'm then so she goes against Olivia. Yeah. For what reason? Yeah. And like, like they have beef too. Like yeah. so, Sarah, so then nobody likes Sarah. Literally. Sarah has no friends. And then like basically she, Sarah reveals to Olivia that uh she killed all of Margaret Whalen's kids. I'm like, bro, what? Insane. Why? Insane. I didn't even catch that part. Insane. What? No. Because oh I, I was, God. listen, I was really mad. Like, yeah. the second that I saw Sarah kind of step to Olivia and Dana, I was just like, fuck this show. Because, yep. like, to me, like, 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 beautiful relationships between black women, mm-hmm. right, where everyone's chill. Like, I'm very sensitive to that. Like, it's part of the reason that I'm having a hard time with Wednesday, because the two people of color that are women on the show are pitted against each other in the first few episodes, right? It, it was something that, that was ve- gave me a very hard time, because allyship should start in your own fucking backyard, right? Yeah. Allyship should come from other marginalized people. We should be sticking up for Native American people. We should be sticking up mm-hmm. for Black people. We should be sticking up for Swana and Mena people, Asian people, Hispanic mm-hmm. and Latin people, right? All of those people, Jewish people, anybody mm-hmm. who's marginalized should already be in each other's fucking corner before yeah. going up against the oppressor. That's just yes. the way it is, right? Yeah. And the idea that they're going to pit these Black women against each other at a time when you needed all the friends you could fucking get, mm-hmm. that's nonsense to me. Well, that's like- trash. To me, I'm kind of wondering, I don't know if there's a Bechtel test for race, but the show doesn't pass it. No, it does not. No, it fucking does not. It does not. It's like the entire point of the show is to uplift, like, 
black voices and i just no it doesn't yeah. happen it does not f happen. minus f yeah. minus minus the lowest f like you could have put yeah, this lady is just magically killing all of margaret's babies sure yeah sure so she said she poisons the babies and if olivia hadn't stepped in rufus wouldn't be a problem because rufus would have never been born that's sure. what she says i'm like sure after okay. after at least four kids because we saw those four angels in the mantle after yeah. at least four kids so now now it's now it's black against white violence mm -hmm. now it's a black person visiting violence on a white person mm -hmm. and murdering babies murdering the innocent mm -hmm. how insidious is that so now you've got a good black villain on your show yep. why do you need a black villain on your show when there you isn't have one slavery. In the book. Literally. You have slavery. Why do you need a black villain? <laughs> You've already got villains everywhere else in this world. Yeah. Why do you need a black villain, right? And then on top of that, that's four different times that she poisoned babies. So you mean to tell me people are getting poisoned left and right? People are dying left and right? And nobody thinks that it's Sarah? All these years. It's been at least a decade. And yeah. nobody has thought it was Sarah. Sarah didn't poison Margaret when Margaret was a kid. Why wouldn't she have poisoned Margaret and Isadora? I don't understand. Why wouldn't yeah. she have poisoned everybody forever ago and left with her kids before they could get sold and fucking go up north because apparently it's so easy to flee? Why don't we just do that? I am so good. I'm now like remembering. No, because Margaret was not Isadora. That was Hannah. You're thinking of Hannah and Isadora. She was H Hannah's original slave. Came with Hannah. That's right. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Because I just got thrown for a loop too. I was like, I don't. Yeah, I'm also confused. And now I'm like, so oh yeah. Times, that that almost makes it worse though, because now that you're saying Hannah, Hannah was supposedly nice, and Isadora was supposed to be so fucking nice, right? Yeah. So that means that she what chooses to stay in slavery with Hannah and Isadora. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. I this is so a real fucking holes. slippery slope. It's yeah. a real slippery slope. Like so she so she agrees to stay to work for. Miss Hannah and Miss Isadora, y'all so good. Oh, Kanye West writing the show. was so good. Like, Did this Kanye West have a hand in the show? I just need to know. That is a question that I asked myself so many <laughs> times. I'm like, this is really pointing to slavery was a choice right now. Yeah. This yep. lady could poison her way out of this current, this current situation. Why didn't she just poison everybody? Again, Tom is the one who sold her babies. Yeah. So why wouldn't she have then just poisoned Tom, Rufus, and Margaret and left? Who would stop her, Luke? Yeah, I, I don't. I if don't you understand. can just poison people and have no, no, uh, any any kind of, you don't have to fucking answer to any of your actions. Yeah, right. You have zero accountability. No one has noticed that you handle the food and everybody gets sick when they eat your shit because you wait for someone else to do it. It makes me wonder who who got who got fucking killed for the death of those babies. Did they just accept it as 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 God as nature? Because I, I thought know. she, I thought she lost the babies in childbirth, like she did in the book. In the book, yeah. she loses her twins to childbirth, which was yeah. normal at that time. Like lots of women lost kids in childbirth. Lots of women mm -hmm. lost their lives in childbirth. That was normal back then. So yeah. the idea that you're going to pin this on a slave, like, and then make her angry and make her vindictive, right? Yeah. We've got Toni Morrison's epic, right, beloved, about a slave that does the unspeakable and is haunted by it forever in the name of saving her baby. Right. Yeah. Like I won't give it away in case you haven't read it yet or in case our listeners haven't read it yet. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about a, a book about a woman who does the unthinkable. Yeah. To save the life of her child. Right. And now you've got this other text that's being brought to television. Right. That's being made into a movie. Mm -hmm. And you mean to tell me that this lady 
is going to allow her kids to be sold off instead of just poisoning the entire family and escaping into the night. It's just so insane. It's so insane. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I... I mean... Wow. Yeah. Their relationship is so inspiring in the book. Like, they're absolutely there Mm -hmm. for each other. The only reason Alice stays alive as long as she does is because of the crack team of fucking Sarah and Dana. That's the only way Alice lasts as long as she does. And Dana feels like the blood is on her hands when Alice Mm -hmm. dies because she left. Yeah. Like... None of that accountability is in this version of Dana. Dana legit says, it's not my fault that that lady died, that Celeste died. And Aunt Sarah's like, yeah, are you sure about that? Yeah. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure it was your fucking fault. It made you uncomfortable to think yeah. about Winnie having to put up with what she was putting up with. And so you fucking opened your fucking big mouth and went into this fucking situation that you knew was unchangeable and tried to change it. No, and then so- it led to everybody else getting fucked over and, and two people dying. The only reason she got Winnie out of there was because she thought that Carrie was going to get sold. Yep. Remember? So, like, it's not even that she was trying to help Winnie. Like, all of this happened is because Dana is so selfish that she, she didn't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, she didn't want to not be born. Basically. She thought Carrie was her ancestor. She didn't want to not be born. So she's like, I'm going to make sure that Everybody stays in a terrible situation. I don't, I don't know. And like, and again, that's fine by the book's standards, right? Mm -hmm. In the book, Dana's like, I recognize that I have to make sure that I'm born, right? Mm -hmm. I have to make sure that all of this happens the way that it's supposed to happen. Like that is her goal. That is her mission. Mm -hmm. But here it's like, rather than being treated as like a noble cause, yeah. And as like a very sad cause mm-hmm. here, it's treated like you or you versus me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yes. it's not treated as like a learning experience for Dana to mm-hmm. change who she is. Like this character doesn't have any growth whatsoever in this entire no. show other than loving Kevin. That's the only growth that she experiences in the entire show in and eight like, episodes. At the end of the day, she's still like with all of her going back in times has only known him for a week. And I'm going to be honest, if they say, hey, season two, we're going to actually uplift people who have read the book and can do it justice. I legitimately don't think they can fix this. Like, Me either. I think it's, it's so broken that they yeah. have to be like, listen, we're going to scrap this entire season. We're going to yeah. make a new show. And yeah, start over. Yeah, because <laughs> there's no way to no. salvage this like i'm i'm again as i said last episode willing to hate watch season two if they release yeah. a season two if somehow yeah. by the grace of god that gets a season two <laughs> um i mean they're paying for the reviews so yeah <laughs> listen like i think the last straw for me was dana and nigel meeting in the fucking library like dana yeah. pulls nigel aside and they're in the library and i'm like first of all Nigel wouldn't be caught dead in here. He knows he's not allowed in this library. He would never meet Dana in the library, right? In the book, he like walks by the library and like moves away from it. And Dana's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And Nigel's like, you ain't supposed to be in here and keeps walking. He's like, nope, not me. Not today, right? He fucking knows. And then Dana's already been caught once in the library, was threatened with bodily harm and injury, right? And is fine going in there again. An idiot. So like after that moment, I literally wrote, I'm looking at my notes. I wrote, 
I fucking hate this show. I might have given up on writing notes. Who even cares? Yep. So I, don't, I can't even tell you what happens in the next couple of scenes yeah. until she until Tom Whalen brings her outside. Um, that's the next note that I have. So if you can fill in. No, that's literally it. That's the next note okay. I have too. Because okay. all that happens is like her and Nigel are in the Jezebel cabin chatting it up for some reason. Listen, I don't understand. And then she's like, Nigel's like, we can't, when they're in the library, Nigel's like, we can't be in here right now. Yeah. How, how are you letting a 10 year old tell you, you can't be in this library right now? Why does nobody have anything to do? That's what I don't understand. understand. You know, nobody's working. Nobody's Nobody's busy. Yeah. Nobody's doing anything. They're just chilling out, hanging out. Like everybody's always available. Out of control. So we know in the book that Dana eventually comes back. Right. When Rufus is a teenager. Yes. And Rufus has her whipped because she has aided Alice. Because when Mm -hmm. Dana comes back in the book at this point, it's when um, it's when Alice has uh, run away. I think it's when Alice's Alice's partner gets into a fist fight with Rufus Mm -hmm. and Rufus is like, you know, call the dogs after him or whatever. And Tom is still alive um, at this point. And Dana's there and she's like, oh, you know, we got to get fucking Alice fixed up, whatever. And then that whole thing kind of starts that 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 situation with Alice. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think at the end of that is when Dana gets whipped because Kevin's in the house and he can't get to her fast enough. And the overseer, who's Jake, right? Jake beats the shit out of her Mm -hmm. because Rufus wants to teach her a lesson because he gets pissed. Um, either Rufus or Tom. I can't remember what happens. Tom 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 wants to teach her a lesson, right? Because she um because he, she gets caught reading, yeah, I think, right, to Nigel in the cookhouse. Tom catches her teaching mm-hmm. Nigel and Carrie how to read in the cookhouse, I believe. I think he catches her reading in the cookhouse, but he doesn't see them, her teaching them. Right, right. Think. So he's just like, what did I tell you about reading? Yeah. And then gives her lashes, right? Yes. Because that's like the first time that you get to see the difference between, that's one of the differences between Tom and Rufus is that Rufus orders Jake to whip Dana, mm-hmm. but Tom whips Dana when mm-hmm. he finds her reading right so that's at least still true that tom whips dana like yeah. that's that that's definitely part of the book but like here it's more like it almost feels vengeful like part of it is because of the reading thing like yes yeah but part of it's also because she said no to him the night before right yeah. like it's colored by something different this time than it is in the book and he like ruthlessly whips and it's also her. pride because she's like hey i'll i'll teach you to read Right, and right. He's like, how fucking idea. dare you? Yeah. yeah. How dare you offer to teach me how to fucking read? I'm not learning from a slave, right? Yeah. So like, he he whips her and then Olivia gets in the way for whatever fucking reason. And then Dana gets flashed back to her time. Yep. And like, that's where we catch up to the first scene where Dana is like getting the gun out of the fridge yep. and like is soaking in the bathtub and all that stuff, right? So we get like flashed back to like the future essentially. And yep. like- Five minutes after Dana gets, like, the shit kicked out of her and, like, she's bleeding through her clothes, she can answer the door like she's fine. She Literally. answers the door for the police, keeps a straight face, convinces them nothing's wrong until they they're like, bust oh. in her house. Listen, they bust in this black lady's house. You would think after the death of Breonna Taylor, there would not be a scene where police bust into a black lady's house no. in a show that's written by black people. But yet here we are, right? Well, like, they come in her house and I'm like... Never. You have to have a warrant or believe that someone is in actual danger. It's not a third party. Oh, somebody heard screaming. Like, I don't think the police can bust in your house unless they hear it themselves, which they don't. Yeah. They yeah. hear nothing. 
Like, I just, I'm so confused on how they really expect us to, like, suspend disbelief. Like, just change. Like, because here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Young people at this point in time learn a lot from television. Yep. You don't think that a cop is going to take advantage of the fact that this just aired on television, that cops can just walk into your house? Yep. Like, you're not teaching people that they have rights in their own home. And then she invites the cops in. Yeah. They don't have a warrant. Why would you invite them in? Especially no. because her uncle is a fucking police captain. Should she know the rules? Like, Literally. what is going on? Like, the main reason I know that uh, you have to have a fucking warrant to come into my home is because of A, TV, and two, social media. Yep. So, and, and that's the thing, right? If you've been swatted and somebody calls in a bomb threat to your location, the police different. have a reason to enter your home. Yeah. That's different. That is not this at all. Like, not yeah. even close. And the cops are acting like they're there on her behalf, which I'm yeah. like, again, in a time where there are whole ass documentaries devoted to the fact that when black women are missing, mm-hmm. almost nobody ever looks for them. And there are hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of black women that have gone missing in the last, like, however many years that no one's ever solved. Mm-hmm. No one ever finds, especially if you're like queer or trans, mm-hmm. right? Like it is a national epidemic violence against black women that is never solved, right? Because mm-hmm. people don't care enough. If Elizabeth Smart had been black, she would have never been found, right? Like period. So yeah. like, why put this out there when you already know this is an issue, right? Historically, this is a fact. This is not my opinion. This is not me just going off on a tangent here, right? This yeah. is real. You can look up this information. It is readily available. There are whole ass documentaries on the same channel this airs, mm-hmm. right? About said information. So like how, I don't understand. The cops couldn't intervene in super public celebrity dustups, right? They went mm-hmm. to Josh Brolin's house one night when he was drunk and the neighbors called because he was screaming at his wife. And his wife was like, everything's fine and sent them away. Yeah. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, right? People heard actual glass breaking. They showed up. People had cuts on them and marks on their bodies, right? I'm not yeah. going to say who did what because that's a fucking mess that we don't need to yep. get into. But like the police showed up and they tried to fucking take notes and they tried to get information. And those two high profile celebrities were like, no, thank you. And they had to leave. But you're telling me that the cops are just milling about chilling in the civilian's home insisting no. on overstaying their welcome? I don't fucking think so, dude. I don't and I, think I just, so. I feel like you have a duty like as a TV producer, especially if you're making a show that you're assuming is going to be consumed by black people and especially yeah. people who are like younger, still learning. I think you have a duty to be like, these are your fucking rights. Yes. Do not let police officers into your home. Yes. Like, I think you have that duty. Like, I Absolutely. don't, I don't understand how you, like it almost, this to me specifically feels like it was written by white people. Yeah. Like it feels like an agenda. It really yeah. feels like you're like, hey, the cops are just looking out. Let's for level you. the playing field, guys. They're not all bad. Like ACAB is not for jokes. No. Yeah, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, they're all like worried about her. Are you bleeding through your shirt, ma'am? We're gonna have to take you into the hospital. I'm like, yeah, the police will drive you to the hospital. Yeah, no. Or will they call an ambulance? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Literally. Like, chill out, show. Chill out. And then Kevin's sister is there for no reason. Tracking his phone. She's the reason. She's the reason the cops are there. Yeah. So they didn't actually come there for Dana. They came there for Kevin. 
even yeah. though they were like, we're here because somebody called the police and said you were in danger. Yeah. Right. Already a conflict of interest within one scene. Like what kind of sloppy writing is that? Right. I don't know. Kevin's sister is obviously the victim. Dana is shitty and rude to her. Nisi shows up and is shitty and rude to Kevin's sister, even though somebody is missing that she loves. Nisi yeah. is over there because she's worried about Dana, but can't be nice enough to this other lady who fucking is missing her brother who has substance abuse problems. That's a yeah. real issue. And Nisi's yeah. like, get the fuck out of this house and is nasty to her. Like what? Like what? What kind of know. nonsense is this? I don't know. I don't understand. Like, there is Nobody's not a family's single... family's nice. There is not a single likable character on this show. No. Not a single person. Not like, one person is likable. I had hopes for Nisi because I thought she was just trying to do her best, you know, protect yeah, me too. her niece. And now it's like, just kidding. Nope. Terrible. Just kidding. Also terrible. Yeah. So then they, like, dismiss her and send her away. And, like, Dana's, like freaking out and screaming and crying and melting down in Nisi's arms. She finally tells Nisi the truth. Nisi f- suspends belief to finally believe her, right? Thank Denise God. believes her. And yeah. it's like, okay, sure. I'm 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 going with you, right? So like mm-hmm. Dana is upset about leaving this man she's known for five minutes, right? Maybe two months in in maybe two months in the past. I she's think we're for. only at like two weeks. I, I agree with you. I'm yeah. trying to give it, I'm trying to Benefit be generous here yeah, and fair. add it out. Right. Fair. Even if it's two months, bruh, like who's sacrificing themselves for a motherfucker they met two months ago? I damn sure wouldn't. No, no. thank you. I'm so sorry you got left in the past. That's a real shame. Guess you shouldn't have left my side then. Oh, yeah. well, shrug. I told you not to go to fucking Baltimore. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, what do you yeah. want me to say to you? Like, I, I, you know, I. Yeah. Shrug. Shrug emoji. Yep right like it'd be what it do mm-hmm. uh yeah <laughs> yep also the neighbors being outside just like too much too they're much. like oh too come much. over to our home we'll tell you all about it i'm like too much they're like there could be drugs involved what told you there were drugs involved i don't know the fact that she's black are you finally racist neighbors or are you still trying to be good i don't i don't know like mm-hmm. these neighbors are so extra for they're awful. no reason they're awful and then like it was Kevin's actions that got him there. Dana yeah. was like, don't touch me. And he was like, uh, I won't. And then she reached out her hand and he took it. Like, it's technically his own actions, right? And his own poking around that yeah. got him there in the first place, right? But she's, like, losing her mind. So then she, like, sets up a clock, right? And she's, like, looking at the clock and she's like, right, right. 18, 20. I think it's going to happen. I think. Let me see. Let me do the math real quick. Uh, and then, like, the fucking, like, uh, the gif of the lady with all the math quotients yeah. and everything happening yeah. around her face happens for some reason right like that's how it feels like dana's like and then i can do the trajectory point and if i launch myself back and past it's probably been about this many days slash months slash years because it's only been this many hours for us Ooh, i'm like sure. i forgot before all sure. that happens while they're busted into like all the cops are busted into her house we have the flashback scene of tom busting into olivia's house oh alice that's there. right i forgot yes, about that alice there yes yeah. i forgot about that too Yes. So like there's there's no information on how that nets out. They nope. just like show you that one scene, right? Yeah. And it's hazy or whatever. It's and so then you've weird. got then you've got Alan calling, right? The uncle. You've yeah. got Alan call and talk about they found Olivia. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? The last time Olivia was anywhere, she was in fucking New York City. So how did they find no, Olivia? No, the NYPD her? called her called him. That's what he says. Oh my god. Stop. Stop. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I'm like, I can't. How, okay, I can't. first of all, if she's been back less than three minutes, how has the NYPD already found her? Because here's the thing. We know. We know that she's coming back 
on Jaina's fear for her life. Right. Right. So she's coming back to Jaina's time. Right. There is not time for the NYPD to find her. No. For her to give them her information. She's already marked dead. Yeah. So like, you mean to tell me that Dana goes to her aunt who trusts her Mm -hmm. and almost gets Baker acted because she tells her she goes back in the past, but some random black lady walks up to NYPD Mm -hmm. and goes, excuse me, officer, (laughs) I'm a time traveler from the past. And they don't go, "Mm, yeah, here's the psych ward, honey. Yeah. There's a paddy wagon with men in white coats. Of course, that's what happens to you. Mm -hmm. How many people in New York City right now are wandering around going, I'm a time traveler from the future. Stinking. Literally speckled hen right like, also, get out like of here. i don't know how olivia and dana have not had the conversation of like hey just in case you ever fear for your life my phone number is my email is you know yeah. like i'm telling you right now if i was a time traveler and i go back in the past and i see i don't know my freaking cousin sitting on the porch of a freaking antebellum south house i'm gonna be like hey hi thought yep. you were dead you don't know computers yet, but you know telephones. Yeah. We thought you were dead. Here's my phone number. Here's an email. I don't know what time you're going to come back to. So if you're by, you know, pre-2022, my stuff say- stayed the same from like 2010 to 2022. So here's things you got. We'll figure it out. Best of luck, dog. You know? I don't understand. And then like... The idea that, like, Dana has this knowledge before trying to, tra- like, teleport herself back in time. I hate it. I hate it. And then it's, like, she's saying that it's, like, consistent. The timeline is consistent of how long she's here to how long back. But it's not. It's no. not. It's not supposed to be. It's not, though. That's that's part of the that's part of the process is that yeah. you never know because a piece of you gets left behind every time you go back. That's the whole point of the fucking book. Yeah. Like, what are you saying? Like I wrote down again, this is a basic ass sci-fi show. Who cares? Yeah. That's what oh, I wrote. And then pre her looking at the clock and like hallucinating, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, we also Denise is like, hey, where's that Bible? And Dana's like, what are you talking about? So there's this one random box of all the stuff she had to keep. First of all, she had her grandmother until a year before. So you're telling me that living with your grandmother, you've never seen the prized possession of that she brings out on every special occasion. Can I ask you, she was so quick to give away everything else. What made her keep that box? Literally literally that's what i was thinking about i'm like there's nothing in this home but she happens to have that box still like she probably threw out away thousands and thousands of photos but she kept this bible which is actually not a bible but it's just like the family history geology book she kept Mm -hmm. that she but didn't know where it was and didn't look for it when when she was when she went the first time no like this is so stupid like sure (laughs) What they should have done is been like, hey, what they could have done if they wanted this situation to happen. Dana should have moved everything from the brownstone that seemed to have yep. anything remotely of sentimental value. Yep. Brought to this. She could have been like, yeah, I got rid of all the furniture, whatever. But I kept yep. all these albums. And they could have had this scene of tearing apart all of the boxes. Like, it's not that hard as a film crew just to have cardboard boxes that have nothing in yep. them. No. And and then and then and then she comes out of the room like Alice. Alice Greenwood. That's yeah. the per- I thought it was Carrie all along, but it's Alice and I'm like, duh. This is 
yo, this is like, I, it, it feels like somebody is making fun of me or something. Yeah. It feels like straight up gaslighting. Like yeah. it feels, it feels so bad watching it. Cause like you see the heroine, like make this connection that you've been waiting for her to make for literally eight fucking episodes. Yeah. Almost what? Seven and a half hours of my life that I spent with this goddamn show. And you're <laughs> just going to now give me, Oh, it's Alice after all. I'm like, yeah. I swear to God. Right. Yep. And she's like looking at the clock and she's like trying to get back. And I think that's like where it ends, right? Like it yeah. ends with the flashback. Yeah. With, so then no. we flash back to 18, whatever. Yeah. And Kevin has salt and pepper hair and looks just as stupid as he did when she fucking left. And Alice is like 14 minutes older because yeah. they keep using the same child stars, even though time passes. Literally, like, I don't understand how they don't recast especially because it's not like we know what alice's face looks like we see her like twice right yeah they could have literally put anybody there as alice anybody right legitimately i think the reason they're doing it in seasons is so they could just keep paying the same child actor yep like they're like all right we'll cast and go through all that yeah yeah, we'll let you age up a little bit and then we'll record the next one like Yep. No, just recast that. Like, this is my biggest. Especially when you consider, like, Rufus, right? You're going to, like, let this boy grow up and basically just make Joffrey part two, where, like, you have this, like, young actor that grows up into a really shitty character that's even shittier because it's based on, like, realities of how slave owners used to be. Yeah. Right? You've got white boy like how is he gonna how is he the actor going to like play this same terrible character that's awful that does horrible things to women like they have to recast eventually so why not just do it yeah right minimize the damage to your actors and just keep keep recasting as they age up and yeah. of putting the same actor through all of this because it, it is it's intense right the, yeah. the the subject matter is very intense but it is a necessary evil right to yeah. have this to have this conversation so people understand what we're fucking talking about where we came from and where we are now in comparison right that's yes. very important integral to the plot but like kevin is like riding along and he goes all right alice you know come on we got to pick up the pace and he's like got Alice with him and they have, they're like walking slaves somewhere. So I imagine he probably still works for Tom Whalen. And I don't think he's gone anywhere. No, he was he's walking not just nearby this like slave group. I thought he was walking this, the, the, the slaves like together. I thought that he's the one who was walking because the lady's looking at him, like pleading with him. And he's well, like, we got to keep time if we're going to get there before dark. Well, the guy was like, hey, do you want to buy any of these? Are you interested? And he's like, no. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. So then they're just riding past. Yeah. But like, okay. then he's like, hurry up. I want to get out of this awkward situation. The lady's like, please buy me. Like, nobody asked for that. Nobody is like. Listen, like. The whole show is predicated upon black people aren't supposed to look white people in the eye. And then this slave that doesn't know anything about Kevin is like, maybe you're nice enough that I can look you in the eye. Like, no. L- listen, I, I, I turned it off. The second that the screen went black, I was, I was like, hopefully there isn't a fucking Marvel style fucking. Yeah, I'll never scene, know. Because I'll never fucking know. Turn it off. Yeah. Like, turn it off. It was so late. And I was just, I was awake like it was fucking four in the afternoon. I was just so mad. Yeah. I got up, I went to the bathroom, I paced in my room for a couple of minutes, came out, highly considered just getting lost in a video game and staying up all night until it was time for us to record. Like, I was that upset. I did and rage I, I'm laundry. Apparently, yeah, I'm apparently still mad because, yeah. like, I'm real fired up now. Like, I'm just... It's just like, so bad. Like, it's just... Inexcusably bad. Inexcusable. And like, they could have literally done anything else. There's just no reason. There's no, no. reason. Like, I don't no. know why they had, like, first of all, the audacity to think that they're better writers than Octavia Butler is like, bold. Get out of here. 
Like, who are these people? Like, and I why get... did you think that her source material needed to be tweaked? Yeah, bring it up to 2022 or 2016 or whatever. By the way, are we ever gonna find out why it's set in 2016? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, okay, here's what you could do if you're like, hey, I really want this to be a mini series or not a mini series. I really want this to be an actual series, not a mini series. You could have showed the entire two months Dana was in the past. You can make that an entire season. And then we start to forget the past as Dana starts to forget, like the, or we yep. start to forget the present as Dana forgets the present. Like you could have done it that way. Yep. If you were like, Hey, I just want this to be a full thing. And yes. I would have been cool with it. I would have been like extra little unnecessary, but mm-hmm. fine. I could have made that work. And you know, what's dumb too is like, if you're going to set it in 2016, right. If you have to have it in that year, mm-hmm. right. That was absolutely a year where black people and people of color minorities yeah. that are married in, in interracial relationships had to really start thinking about it. Yeah. Right. That was a year when like record numbers of couples that had been together for a while started mm-hmm. having to have serious conversations about how they were going to move forward. Yeah. Hey, how are we going to raise our kids? How are we going to talk to our kids about racism and slavery when we know that people are actively trying to get that information removed from public schools? Yep. B, how are we going to move move ahead with your with your in-laws? Your in-laws are saying crazy racist shit. They all voted for Trump. They're all voting against my rights. How do we reconcile that, right? I know a bunch of people, my some of my friends that are Latin that have white partners had to have conversations with their in-laws about dreamers. Right. Because they were under fire. It wasn't just like it was just black people. 2016 was a very big year for queer people, for mm-hmm. anybody that's a marginalized person, people of color, LGBTQIA people. It was a watershed year for people to go, oh, OK, so we're not fucking safe. Because yeah. during the Obama years, we were all like, everything's fine. We're living high off the hog. It's all good. No, it wasn't good. Everybody was plotting secretly to pull the rug out from under everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is what we're living in now in 2022. So like, if you're going to set it in 2016, maybe use that. She should have been married to Kevin. She should have had maybe five years of wedded bliss with Kevin. You could have kept her the same age. They met, they're both writers. You could have kept all of that intact and still had Dana like questioning what the fuck. When I saw that it was in 2016, I was like, okay, well maybe that's the conversation. And then they were like, she's not married. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is the beginning of the end then. I would get it. I'd get it if you're like, hey, we need to be able to record this with current events. Like, if they're like, hey, we're going to be a couple years behind the current thing so we can talk about this. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted to explore. Or if they were like, hey, we said it in 2016 so it could be over by 2020. Mm-hmm. So that we don't have to explain COVID coming back to the past. That's what's so dumb, though. Anybody who read the book knows that the entire book happens within, like, less than a year. Yeah. It's gone for, like, a week. Yeah. It's like a week that they're that they're away in real time, barely. Mm-hmm. It might even be like three days or four days that they're that they're away in yeah. real time, and then they go back four years later. So yeah, like to your point, when they go back to the plantation at the end of the book, mm-hmm. like to see things in in their time, right, and like to find out whatever happened to those people. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. But like even then, would it have been that big of a deal if they were traveling and just had fucking KN95 masks on? Nope, no, wouldn't change the story at all. Would have been totally fine. So, yeah. like, I don't understand. I don't get it either. Like, I would have been accepting of it if they gave us a reason. The fact that we yep. don't have a reason and we're, like, fucking eight hours into the show. Yep. It's makes ridiculous. me upset. It's stupid. Like, it's stupid. It feels like an oversight. It feels yeah. like somebody came up with a story. It was gutted. It was rebuilt. And then nobody ever went back to fix all the rough edges. That's what this. That is, that's what the show feels like. Yeah. It feels completely unfinished. How is everyone's iPhone dead all the time? It still upsets me. Like, you're telling me they're gone for five minutes at a time, and somehow in that time frame, her iPhone... Like, how does she have Kevin's iPhone? 
Because he left it at her house. No, but didn't he bring it to the pass last time? He brought it to the pass the first time that he went back by accident. The second time when he was like, I'm going to go back with you. That was when he was calling he Dana it. when they were at the hospital. How did she have his phone? I I completely agree. I don't know if maybe she had it in the past. Yeah. Because I like, saw her almost leave a phone on the bed, which like, how are you so stupid? Also, do we the really whole, need the, the tidy whole phone situation? The, the whole phone situation in general was just stupid to me. Like, I don't even understand. Like, why would you even put that in the show? Like, have it be a non-issue, dude. Like, I can't tell you, like, as somebody who runs TTRPGs, mm-hmm. right? I have plenty of scenarios that happen in, like, what's supposed to be real life, right? Yeah. And if I set a... T- Sometimes I specifically set... I'm about to run a Ghostbusters mm-hmm. game. And I'm specifically setting in the 90s so that people can't just go do their phone all the time. Yeah. Because that's the first thing players do. Well, I call someone. Well, I text my friend. Well, I look it up on Google, right? Because they have that technology. So you have to take the technology from them or put them in a a high fantasy world, right? Mm -hmm. Or a world where things are not what they are in present day. So they don't use technology because Mm -hmm. technology obviously is going to get you around a lot of things, unless you're like in a cyberpunk type game where technology, you you can easily kind of like cause problems with the technology that are realistic because it's a dystopia, right? Yeah. But like when you're talking about like trying to tell a story, like- I, I would never, I would never have a phone. And honestly, if they wanted to do that, it would be completely okay mm-hmm. for the for the technology when they go back in time to not work, in my opinion. Yeah. For the phones to just be black and like not even turn on. Yeah. Because like it doesn't exist in this world. Yes. For me, just having it there changes, changes the world. When you were on a plane, you still to this day in the year of our Lord 2022 <laughs> have to turn your fucking phone off and put it on airplane mode because mm-hmm. it will arguably mess with the fucking plane and the yeah. signals that the plane is receiving so if you can't have a cell phone on a plane why the fuck would a, would a, would a cell phone work in 1816 yep the only time i've seen phones used well in a ttrpg is when they're like you have to roll to see if the person responds right. roll and see right. if google has a good response for you or if you just get right you know you make it part of the mechanic yeah but that's what i'm saying you can't do that in this show yeah so like 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 just this, either this don't sh- have show- set it in the 80s whatever it's so wild because i do feel like people tried yeah it doesn't look like a show that people were slouchy over like there's a lot of sets right there's a lot of a lot of costuming right it's clear that it's clear that people wanted to do a good job i'm not just knocking these people like oh they're they're monsters or anything that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like the changes they made were offensive to begin with because they had perfectly good source material yeah. that absolutely still holds up. And even if you felt like it didn't hold up, the changes that they made weren't integral to the plot. Mm-hmm. You see what I I'm just, saying? The changes yeah. they made shouldn't have been integral to the plot. The changes that they made should have been small changes mm-hmm. just to update the material mm-hmm. and then continue with the original story. Because right now they're so they're so lost. They have completely lost the point of anything they're trying to say. What they are like, there's there's no point. There's nothing they're trying to say. If you like, look back at this season and you're like, okay, what is this season trying to say? Yeah. Right? Like watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer season five where Buffy dies, mm-hmm. right? What is the point of that season? Sometimes loss takes people out of who they are, right? Mm-hmm. Buffy is superhuman. She has superhuman strength. She can fix any problem. She can solve any apocalypse. She's been through having to kill her partner right? To, to, to make sure the world doesn't end. She's given up everything. Mm-hmm. And the final thing that she gives up is herself. And she can do that because she's already lived her life, right? Yeah. A life well lived is one she, she's ready to go, right? 
that whole season is about the fragility, the inherent fragility mm -hmm. that Buffy still has, despite being the strongest person, arguably, in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's still saying something. That's a popcorn show, right, about a fucking teenage vampire slayer. So it's not based on any source material other than another yeah. movie that was arguably shittier, right? Like, I that love show Buffy is the not... Vampire slayer. Same. Like, yeah. it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm -hmm. But that's what I'm saying, like... I can be critical of the things that I love because to me, that's part of loving it, right? Being yeah. able to say, oh, maybe that wasn't the best move or maybe they should have done this differently. That means you really like it because you can see a better future for it, right? Mm -hmm. So like when I look at Buffy, I can still see the purpose and the point in every season of that show. Every season has a theme, mm -hmm. right? Every season has a moral of the story. What is the moral of this season, of this of this show? I don't know. I'm like really, like I sat, I sat in silence for a good 30 minutes trying to consider what are they trying to say mm -hmm. like what is the point mm -hmm. what is what is the overarching problem that has been solved right yeah. what's the progress that has been made the answer is nothing nothing not a single there's thing no, there's nothing so it's literally a waste of time yes <laughs> literally i was thinking about this too like while we were talking they could have just her falling in to the first time they could have just had her fall into the river and destroy her phone Yes. Like they could have just destroyed the phones. Yep. And solved a yep. lot of their problem. Easy. How many people's phones fall out of their pocket all the time? Can you imagine if there weren't, if there weren't like grassy areas that some fucking pl city planner had come up with for your yeah. phone to fall into and it was just either pavement or mud? Yeah. Instant destroy. Yeah. Instant destroy of phones. It's just lazy. It's, it's lazy. lazy. And I just, I really don't want to blame all of the writers because I feel like someone like there's so many hints to this could have been a really good show. And it yep. feels like someone came in with like a red pen and was like, no, yep. we're changing all yep. of this. It makes white people look bad. Yeah. Like I, mm -hmm. that's what I feel like happened. And I would love to be a fly on the wall of that conference room when I could have seen what it originally was supposed to look like. Absolutely. Like, I don't know if there's an original script out there, but if someone ever finds it, send it to me. I need yep, to know. If they, especially if they don't get renewed. Yeah. I need that original script. I need someone to like usher it out, leak it, please. Because I need to know if this was ever going to be good. Yep. And someone Same. ruined it. Same. And ruined it was. Like yeah. big time. Big time. Like I don't think I've ever been more hurt by a piece of media. I don't think I've ever been more offended by a piece of media. Same. You know, like I, there's the, and that's things, saying a lot. I've yeah. seen a lot of Game of Thrones and there's a lot of offensive shit in there. Yeah. Especially this new one. There's a lot of offensive shit. Yeah, I have in not the watched version. it. It's, it's a lot. If you do go in knowing that like, it's not as offensive as this show. Yeah. But like, it's still going to be rough parts of it. Some of it's amazing. Some of it's incredible. The yeah. fact that they have a non-binary star is just fantastic, right? And and Emma does a fantastic job, Emma Darcy. Mm -hmm. Electric, electrifying performance. Like they're amazing. Yeah. A, the, the the woman that's that that's across from them, right? The other queen when mm -hmm. they grow up. The young actors that play both of them that play Alicent and Renera when they're young. Fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. But there are some very gratuitous moments mm -hmm. that have made it a hard pass for a lot of people that I respect. That's and I understand. Fair. Just the first episode alone, there's a, there's a scene of death that just didn't need to be all of that. Yeah, you know, um, it's kind of like Game of Thrones' thing. It's like yeah, being real out of left field, you know. 
I feel like that's what this show was trying to do, but without yeah. any of the political intrigue or care. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the thing. Game of Thrones, especially the original, gets mad sloppy toward the end, right? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's problematic and not great at all. And it's just poor writing, yeah. right? Because they started working on some other shit in the middle of the show. But even that doesn't feel as bad as this. Yeah. And that's saying something because that was pretty fucking bad. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. You know, like, and I did not think I was going to be like, the trailers look so good. And I feel like gaslit. I really do. Like, I feel like they showed me this being the best thing ever. And then they They just sold you a totally different show. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is an eBay situation. Like, I paid good money to get what I thought was a Mac. And then they sent me a cake that looked like a Mac. And they're like, you're welcome. It's in, it was, it was in the picture. Yep, 100%. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, I'm displeased. I'm sad. Mm -hmm. I'm hurt. Yeah. Yep. It was ugly. Yep. I think that's all I have to say about this. Thank God it's over. Thank God it's over. Truly. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. On to better things. Mm. Woo. Yep. Wow. Yep. But that's all we have for this episode, folks. Yep. Pour one out for what could have been. What could have been. I'm telling you right now, my DMs are open if anybody gets a ha- their hands on the original script. Word. But Candace, where can the people of the internet find you and all the things you're working on? I have been Candace, also known as Candace the Magnificent. You can reach me at that Candace Girl on Twitter, at Candace the Magnificent on YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram. Uh, that's C A N D A C E. And um, I am a TTRPG performer, voice actor, musician. I do a bunch of stuff, really. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitch doing some streams of video games and uh, Lego builds and ukulele concerts, doing some covers. And then you can also find me, uh, if you follow me on Twitch, you can, uh, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you can find out more about where I'll be uh, doing TTRPG performances and other podcasts. Uh, I think by the time this hits, Bookhound Bounty Hunters might be out on 12-sided stories, so please check them out. Um, And Crossroads Gaming as well. They're another group that I'm with very frequently in Valor Studios. Those are like my top three that I've kind of worked with in the past year. So make sure to check all that out and we will see you next week for Interview with a Vampire, which will be drastically better than the terror that we just experienced watching the show. (laughs) Real talk. All right, we will catch you all later. Bye. Bye.